0: Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Kristen Diane McDonald. I'm a successful HR and recruitment leader that has worked and consulted for Google, Microsoft, Activision, and Frog Design, all with a GED and an associate's degree from a community college. I'm now turning that experience into career coaching, mentoring, and storytelling on both the personal and professional. Are business cards really providing you the value that you need? is there a life beyond the business cards? Stay tuned to find out. For details on this episode, visit thebossysauce.com. Okay, so business cards are ingrained so much in our business culture. They're almost a rite of passage. I'll never forget the feeling of getting my first business cards or watching one of our interns get hired into a coordinator role and how she was so excited to see her name on those tiny pieces of paper. There's something so psychological about the confirmation that a company provides by saying, you're now part of the club and we trust your name next to ours this much. I've witnessed grown-ups perk up when they hear that new business cards are getting ordered. No one wants to be left out of the club. Do you know what that club card costs? It's 7.2 billion trees a year. And most of those cards are actually thrown out. There has to be a better way to make employees feel special without these tiny cards. Isn't it nice when carbon-friendly and environmentally-friendly line up with savings? It's just such an easier argument to make because political opinions and beliefs are completely left out. It's just really about the bottom line. So let's run some basic math here. And I promise this won't be painful. I'll do all the work. A box of business cards costs around $50 to $100, tax and shipping included. Let's assume the median for this math problem and say that a company spends $75 per new hire for business cards, and the company hires 100 employees in that year. That's $7,500 a year in just business cards for new hires alone. That's not taking into account business development, sales, marketing, recruiting, etc. that happen to use more cards and reorder. Every time a company rebrands, new boxes of cards come out. Let's assume it's a rebranding year. We're now at $15,000 spent on cards. A designer's time also costs the company money. Let's just conservatively add 5,000 for the time and meetings spent getting those cards designed and approved. Now we're at a total of $20,000 just for that year. Okay, so let's also not forget promotions. If we assume 20% of employees promote or transition roles throughout you know, the company for internal mobility opportunities, which, you know, is a little bit on the high end. That's another $1,500. So this is a company that hired 100 employees in a year. And from that 100 employees, the company has spent close to $22,000 on business cards. That's an extreme case. But conservatively, there's no case in which I, it wouldn't cost the company around $10,000 a year. That's a complete money pit for medium or small businesses. So how do you get away from using business cards? I believe it needs to be a company-wide commitment. If you let business development be the exception, others will make arguments to be in that club too. It's such a special feeling that you have to trade and you have to trade it completely and it has to be traded for a mission. And that mission is to be a business card-free company and take part in saving those trees. It needs to be ingrained into the culture, so much so that it's in the new hire orientation, it's in your values, and it's celebrated in all hands with announcements every now and then, with calculations on how many assumed business cards you've collectively saved the world from even advertise it in your job descriptions, in your values or benefit sections. You would be really surprised at how attractive missions like that are for talent. We'll get back to all the inspiration in a moment, but I have to tell you about something I've recently become a huge fan of. If you follow me on Instagram or YouTube, you've probably seen my videos or pictures of my horrible breakouts. I've struggled with acne since I was in the fourth grade, and it's never gone away and I'm 35 now, (laughs) I will never say anything is a miracle cure because I don't believe that exists for people like me, but I will advocate for products that I believe make a difference. I just started using Bioclarity and I see a noticeable improvement. Their product line is vegan and plant-based and it's really not very expensive, which I also am really a huge fan of. Skin routine kits are around 40 bucks or so. I've now become an ambassador of theirs and for an exclusive 15% off all your orders, visit bioclarity.com and enter the promo code Sauce. That's the letter B, then bossy sauce. I'm now gonna flip the perspective a bit and provide some tips for you, the individual, to transition away from using business cards. I know it's a hard addiction to break and the adrenaline of that tiny packed box of perfectly sized pieces of paper that prove you're in the club. I promise you don't need that validation. You're there because you have the skills needed that your company needs. Okay. So every time I start a new job, Someone from the business development team or HR, design, or operations, whoever happens to be the manager of the business cards, they ask me for my information for my business cards. I've always provided it and then followed up by placing the largest order of business cards, or they have. And a few weeks later, a beautiful box from Moo or a local printer ends up on my desk with about a thousand nicely tight packed, well designed business cards. There's this expectation that because I've been in recruitment and I recruit candidates and I go to career fairs and marketing events, that I must just blaze through these. I've never resisted the order because I was a new employee and it never felt like the time to make the point that people's biases and assumptions weren't quite accurate. I was new and I didn't want them to think that I wasn't doing my job by throwing them out into the universe at every single opportunity. Plus, just not, I just didn't really want to be that employee that's just coming in already kind of making arguments that, you know, people didn't want to hear. So just order the damn things. Well, okay, so here's the truth. At university and college career fairs, recruiters are bringing business cards less and less. Why are we doing that? To put it very candidly, there are a lot more candidates interested in the jobs at these career fairs than there are jobs at one specific company that one company has to offer and the match rate is around one percent of the visitors to each booth that match a job on a a really really good career fair you maybe have like a three percent match rate side note I don't want to discourage students or people from attending these it really is just a numbers game but if you really think about it from the perspective of you know you go to a booth and there might be three Uh, people from that company managing it and they've been seeing people all day naturally it's just not going to be that everybody comes to the booth is going to be a match. If recruiters handed out business cards to every booth visitor they would end up managing an excess of emails and phone rejections at the resume stage and this is usually something that's automated in the applicant software or what we call our applicant tracking system or ATS It's that generic templated email rejection that everybody really hates getting. And frankly, the only reason that email exists is because the resume or application stage is the first stage of the recruitment funnel, and it would be way too costly on a recruiter's time to personally reject everyone at this stage. Okay, so why am I going into all of this? I promise it'll all make sense soon. When other professionals join at career fairs to help recruiters at the booth, they often either forget their business cards or prefer not to bring them for the same exact reason. They don't want to be inundated with emails where they fear they have to respond with rejections, etc. Here's another thing that happens with business cards at career fairs. Once you whip out one to share it to a candidate that you're interested in, The candidate waiting in line behind them sees this interaction and they have expectations for the same experience, even if they aren't a match for the available jobs. And it's our job, you know, as people manning the booth and representatives of the company to give every visitor that positive experience when they visit because we truly are grateful for their time. And going beyond the career fair, yes, there are some opportunities where business cards are exchanged. I attend networking events and conferences where people exchange them at every interaction. And despite what people think about my career field, I only attend about one to two major conferences a year because they're quite costly to my company. And the success rate for the timing to match the job I currently have open to the networking event that I'm attending, it's actually quite rare. I've learned this over time and because of this, my time is better spent sourcing candidates online where I can target better and cater my search to the very specific needs outlined in the job description. Job openings used to be broader in expectations, but as technology expands and the world mobilizes more and more, jobs require you know, really specific skill sets. It's really similar to dating. People used to marry the farmer next door, and now people can meet online from different continents to match specific desired characteristics. In recruitment, networking events are more for the long-term relationship building and future roles than they are for connecting for current job openings. I'm more likely to meet somebody and think about them in the future when a job opens and go, oh yeah, Mary, when I met her last year, she'd be perfect for this than I am to actually go to that career fair and get lucky enough to meet Mary that day. Okay, so this is an evolution and it it wasn't always this way. So there is this expectation for recruiters to attend networking events, to match candidates to jobs that they are currently open. After all, there's, there's really this desire to bring the human connection back to this digital world right now. So something so human as a person finding another person to fit a job, well, the best way for that can't be done digitally, right? Well actually, yeah, it is. I work really hard to develop that human connection during my first phone chat with candidates because we do often meet digitally. People are also having shorter tenures at jobs. The average person works at a company between two to three years in the San Francisco Bay Area. Design teams are often rebranding too and I've thrown out or recycled, of course, many business cards. Now that we've established that recruiters don't use business cards as much as we all think, how can we move beyond them completely in those few times that we actually do use them? And these tips don't they're not just for recruiters. I actually believe that they can be extended to business development and into every single field within a company. I know there are some really painful ones in there that it w- that really wouldn't like hearing this business development argument. And I re- I think it would be mostly the sales, BD, account management, and marketing teams. Those are the ones that are going to have the hardest time. And I, th- I think there are probably still a handful of recruiters that are you know get a hold on as well but bear with me just you know maybe try to give doing it for like a month or two and if you're still having a hard time you know then we'll chat okay so here are my tips first one the LinkedIn app So this is actually something that I can't take full credit for. I've actually experienced this with a lot of students at career fairs where they'll come up to me and we'll have a conversation about their experience and what they're looking for. And then they'll ask me to connect on LinkedIn. They'll whip out their phone and I'll put in my name. They find me and then they now you know, bada bing, bada boom, we're connected. And so it's, um, it's worked really well and it's made me think that this is actually a tool that we could be using on both sides and actually be more proactive with as recruiters to connect with people. So don't be afraid to use that LinkedIn recruiter app and use that as your means to connect with candidates or people at networking events if you're not in my field. Okay, The another one would be email drafts. This one's where I got a little creative. So I have um, done this in the past where I have made templated uh, emails and put them in my drafts. So if you were somebody who was going to, let's say, a networking event, You could say, uh, make these same templated emails like, hi, I'm so-and-so, I met you at X networking event. It was such a great, it was a great pleasure meeting you. I'd love to connect more. Is there a time next week that works for you to connect? You could have that same templated email, copy, paste, copy, paste, make like 10 or 20 of those before you go to a networking event. Save them in your drafts. And then you open your phone, you go to your drafts, and then you um, you ask for someone's email address, you pop it in, and you just say, even you even let them know right there, I'm sending you an email right now, and it'll send to their phone right then. It's it's a super easy way to be prepped before that networking event that you don't. It provides an opportunity to not even need that business card, and honestly, I think it provides. Uh, an opportunity to connect more than I've seen with business cards. I've actually taken a business card, put it in my back pocket, gone home, forgot about it and washed those pants. And then that opportunity is completely lost. When you connect to digitally in that moment, there's no possibility of those flaws happening. Okay, so number three, note-taking app now this is probably the most easy peasy one to to really do Uh, a lot of you might already have note-taking apps or you might already have this implemented into your life in some capacity so you could use something like evernote or google keep notes i actually use i'm an android gal so i use google keep notes and it's really great because i can use uh, voice notes and i just push a little record takes a little voice note, and so anytime you, um, you have any thoughts on anything, just side note, it's fantastic. But you can also just put people's contact and email and phone number in there and then come back to it later. I've thought for a while that business cards were dying, and if they weren't dying before, the work-from-home nature of this world that we're living in has to surely have put the nail in this coffin. And let's take this opportunity to save 7.2 million trees a year and help our carbon footprint in a very manageable way. So lastly, for those situations where people are openly exchanging business cards, you can always say that you're going paper free. Respectfully take their cards if the situation reads like it would be. You know, culturally insensitive. An example would be doing business with someone um, at a you know Japanese company, as business cards are very respected in in the business culture in Japan. Even then, most Japanese professionals understand that there are cultural differences when they do business internationally, and having a paper-free mission will be a respectful approach. Don't be afraid to lean into it. That's all I got for you this time. For more episode details, visit the website and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening today, Saucy Bosses. Don't forget to keep an eye out for my Craft Your Best Resume course that I'll be launching in the next month. If you're listening after September 2020, it should already be available for you. I can keep you updated in all my courses through my newsletter on my website. Mentioning that, I recently made the switch from MailChimp to Flowdesk for my newsletter. The designs are beautiful and a must-use tool for those that value design. For 50% off every month, making it only $19 a month, plus one free month to try out the tool with no credit card needed, go to flowdesk.com, that's F-L-O-desk.com, forward slash the letter C, forward slash the bossy sauce. That's too much for you to remember. The website has all the episode details, including all the links and content referenced in the episode. Head to thebossysauce.com.